Welcome, everybody, to the Bad Cutty Funky Preview Podcast, Issue 25. Being that it's the week before Halloween, this week we'll be talking about what we usually do, and we don't have much to say during a month. Um, but my favorite thing I've been waiting for for a while is the Movie Club Podcast. This week we'll be talking about It Follows, a very, very, hopefully classic, soon-to-be classic horror movie that came out uh, around last year. Um, reason why we went with it and reason why it's my pick is because it has a very has a lot of classic horror movie or just scary movie just themes that you don't see too often nowadays in like uh, contemporary horror movies. For instance, the villain that walks slowly towards you and um, a lot of things that I love where you really don't know why this is happening, but it just is happening to said characters. If you don't know much about it, follows. It's basically about it's basically a movie about a entity that follows you, basically, or follows our main character, and it just walks towards the character, main character slowly, and no one else can see it but the main character itself or the person who has the who's cursed with this entity. So it could be anyone in a crowd that only you would see, and you have to do whatever you can to get away from the per, get away from it, or else when the entity catches you, it basically kills you there's no ifs ands or buts so definitely something we're talking about this weekend that we're all going to watch and we're going to talk about this thursday coming up right now it's just the preview podcast for it um but without really going too much further and without really just spoiling it for you guys i really want you guys to see this movie if you haven't haven't seen it already um really give it a watch this guy watch it this weekend this week guys so that way you can basically talk about it with us or at least Listen to us know what we're talking about while we at, we speak about it in the podcast. Um, but, which poses my question to you guys this week, to who's with us today, Greg and Sergio. Yeah. Um, yeah. What is your favorite scary movie, or what's a good scary movie that just stayed with you after watching it? It follows. I did it. <laughs> I did it. Nailed it. it. Nailed it. it. Podcast done. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say the movie Twilight. Get out, Greg. Oh, nailed yeah. it. Get out. Nailed it. Nailed it. Double, <laughs> double it. nail. Double. Get, Did it. Get out, double, Greg. Double nailed it. Double nailed it. <laughs> it's a record. podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, I'd have to say uh, um, that the movie, uh, I think the Japanese title is uh, the, the Ringu. Ringu. Yeah, I remember um, uh, back in the day uh, going to see it in the theater, not really knowing what it was. Uh, a couple of friends were like, hey, let's go see this thing called The Ring. I was like, oh, what is it about? And somehow I missed all the advertisements for that movie. Didn't really know what it was about. And so I went into the movie blindly. I kind of remembered seeing a teaser for it. I was like, oh, I have no idea what this is about. And uh, it was all right. story was a bit slow at first. Uh, some of the character development plots and plot points were all right, which is what usually happens. Um in these uh, in these kind of movies, like it takes a long time for everything to build up. You know, someone is like driving to a lighthouse. They have some like bullshit renovation. You know, it's some like white family. Like they're like, oh, we bought this new cottage on the sea. Or we bought this new thing. Oh, that's great. Life is good. Hey, I'm going out for chips. Okay, cool. And then like you know, the, then something mysteriously slowly starts happening. And I don't know the cool thing about the ring. It was just uh, you know Samara, the evil entity that just just that, that haunted them and mm. you know the, the scene where she comes out of the tv was like the most amazing thing i remember jumping i was just just not expecting that at all and i was just like what 
<laughs> it's crazy. The whole seven days thing. Oh, God. I don't know how many times you prank call your friends with that stupid seven days thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, whenever whenever you watch that movie with friends and they would watch, like, you know, the, the movie at the end of it and then that phone rang, you'd be like, all right, who has the cell phone open? Who does it? Who is it? Who is yeah, it? Yeah. You're doing it right now. Yes, it's <laughs> give it to me. Snap. The Call thing me. I liked about um, the thing that was great about like the original ring was that um, there there wasn't really too special. I don't remember it being too like special effects heavy, you know. And the scariest part about it was the obviously the video, you know, because it's like just the weirdest shit that's going on in that video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the ring, seven days, and all that crap. But like, it wasn't. And I love horror movies that aren't, like, special effects heavy. When I see the monster, they have, like, a lot of, like, stuff that's in it. I no longer find it scary at all. Oh, I know? hate that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so much scarier. You know, it's like the, the Alfred Hitchcock thing where he wouldn't show you what's going on, just, like, the action of it. Like, if someone was about to get slashed, you, you wouldn't see the actual action. You would see, like, a splatter on the wall. Mm. And that's a lot scarier because your, your imagination fills it in. And I always love that over actually full-on showing mm-hmm. the beast. You know? Like, in... But, uh, Aliens, like for instance, like when um, the alien gets on like their like transport craft, and like it's flying off, and like the pilot she turns around like looking for the guy, and she sees the alien, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the alien attacks, and you see like the blood like splatter like on the uh, freaking like window, and all you see like her hands move everywhere. Mm. Yeah. To me, that was way worse than actually seeing like the alien like attack her, you know, because sure. yeah. you know wherever it hit her, she's still alive, and wherever it hit her, she can't make a noise. You know, and she's still like flailing around and blood's going everywhere and she's wiping across the screen. So you're right. Like that's way worse than actually seeing what the hell happened, like how it killed her. Yeah, if your imagination has to fill it in, it's it's so much better because then everybody can can pretty much picture something on their own, and it's really really frightening, you know. But yeah, I I, I dislike when Hollywood like shows it up front, like oh here's a creature and stuff. It's like don't don't do that. Like um, what was it? The, the haunting in uh, Connecticut, like that mm-hmm. movie, the, the Connecticut haunting, whatever it was called. Oh, I like, hated that movie so much. I mean, I, I liked it up until to the part where they actually started showing the the ghosts and the spirits. But I, it was pretty cool when, you know, the characters were walking around the house and, like, weird things would happen. Like, a door would close or you would see a shadowy figure or even uh, uh, Insidious. It was a lot scarier when you didn't see the creature, you know, when you saw things happen and things get to... Or, or Dave, that movie with, with the aliens that we saw at uh, Sam's house. Oh, uh, Dark Skies? Yeah, yeah Dark yeah, Skies, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Like Before you even saw the aliens, like all these cre- weird things were happening. Like uh, they, they would wake up and hear all this rattling in their house, and there was definitely somebody. At first they thought it was a person, or somebody was coming into their house at night, and they just kept coming in without shipping the alarm. And the alarm chipped off one night, and they were like, what the hell? And the alarm's going off, and he goes to the kitchen, and then everything in their kitchen is, is uh, stacked up. Like in in these like uh, very neat, very vertical stacks, and some of them were in patterns. It was really weird and really crazy, just the way they did it. But you know, your imagination filled in the blanks that something or someone was coming in their house and doing all of this, and it was really really frightening. Just the way it was going on, you know. Yeah. Well, I think that's why I found footage movies work so well too, is because um, typically Hollywood has this mentality of. You know, you kind of show them a little bit, and you don't show them too too much, but you have to show the viewer what your what is most messed up about this monster events, whatever. And I think that's what loses a lot of the effect, like the Cloverfield movie. You would have like you know, it was all found footage, it's all working up to this point, and then you see the monster, and you're like, it's a giant squid thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like uh, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Okay, whatever. 
Yeah, it's like you're expecting like Godzilla almost, and it's like if Godzilla had sex with a squid, and yeah. maybe Bowser was in there. <laughs> I think I don't know, but it's like it just doesn't look as like intimidating as what you brain built it up to be, and it's a bit of a yeah. letdown. Um, and I think that's why most found footages, especially the lower end ones, work so well, is because you never actually see anything. Blair Witch Project, for example, you never actually see anything. You see the you know out in the distance you see skittering you see you know the uh cause and effect of what's going on but you never actually see for really what's going on in a evil form you know what i mean blair witch project like scared the bejesus out of me for two major reasons and why it's such a good horror movie in my my not one of my favorites but like or not my top number one but like why it's out of me so much was because one found footage you know, mm-hmm. oh sure. Two, you never saw what was going on. Yep. Three, the way it ended. You know, because you still didn't see anything and just ended. Yep. But what scared me the most was I went to watch it with my friend Jose and his girlfriend Janice. Now Jose is about ten years old, ten years older than me. So when I went to go see it, I was like thirteen or fourteen. He was like twenty four, twenty five, and we were hanging out because like my brother was his friend and my brother was in the army, so he was just trying to be the surrogate older brother. Mm-hmm. So like. Of course, he wanted to go see a horror movie. He had to. He wanted to take me along with him. So I was like, "Sweet, let's go." So I'll never forget. Like driving back, we we're all quiet in the car because we were like, "What the fuck did we just see?" <laughs> That's awesome. So he drops me off in my house, and of course, my mom's working that night. So I was gonna be home alone in the house, and I live down the street, like a five-minute walk from the woods. So I'm looking at Jose. I'm like, "Can I just?" Can I just stay at your house, like with you and Janice? I'll sleep on the floor. I don't care. I don't want to be by myself tonight. And he's like, I, I can't do it, man. Janice is over, and I-, I gotta leave you by yourself. I'm like, Jose, please, can you guys stay here? Can- I don't want to be by myself in the house, not this house. And they're like, We're sorry, man. We we gotta do what we can. So of course, I do the long walk into the house, like, Oh God, like the long walk you used to do when you're like a five year old kid, and you gotta go take mm. a pee, and you gotta walk to the like to the to the bathroom middle of the night. That long yeah. walk. So I go in the house and it's like the worst night of my life because like my dog would bark at everything that night. Like, and we've already had him for a bit, but for whatever whatever reason that night, he needed to bark at every single noise he heard. And I don't even think I got much sleep that night to tell you the truth, just because he would not stop barking everything. And I was so fucking scared that like anything could have happened. I probably would have shit my pants. So (laughs) yeah. And then he calls me up the next day. He's like, how'd you sleep, man? I couldn't sleep at all. Like, all night I was up. Like, Janice fell asleep in my arms, but I couldn't sleep because every single noise kept me up. And I was like, yeah, same thing. The dog kept on barking and everything. I could not fall asleep. All I could think of was, the woods are right there. The witch is coming. She's going to get me. This is going to suck. Oh, God. And just, yeah. <laughs> so, Blair Witch Project. Yeah, there, there you go. Like, scared the fuck out of me when I was like 13 or 14. Such a great movie something you really don't see originally anymore because like all found footage is like i don't want to say it's all been done you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. it doesn't scare you as much as it used to or at least not anything recent well yeah because the blair rich project pretty much ushered in the the found footage thing because everyone's like oh wow like the the budget it's not that crazy you know it's it's still delivered and made a lot of money so studios were like uh yeah let's let's do that but the problem is like you know you get stuff like uh like paranormal activity and they try to milk it for everything that it's worth and yeah well, and, so uh, so for for those movies they're like i've seen all of them my brothers and i make a point to watch every single one of them why it's uh, never in theaters though never in theaters uh, 
But it's just like, I don't know, I, I had seen, because it was on Netflix for a while, the first two or three. Yeah. And I was one day, I was like, yeah, whatever, I'm in for like a horror movie. And the first one was like, okay. The second one was shit. Oh, God. Shit. The second one was on TV today, and oh, God, it kept, like, um, it was on in my living room. And, and every time I went to the living room, it seemed like it just never got anywhere, because it just yeah. took so long. Because, I mean, like, in, you know, scary movies, it sometimes it take a while for, you know, the plot to get through. Especially in found footage movies, it's just like, you have to establish all the BS for us to get to the good part. But, the, yeah, the second one of the Paranormal Two, I was like, what? Are they still just all hunky-dory? Like, what's what's going on? Like, Yeah, <laughs> it's, it gets to a point, though, there's one of them that I really liked. And it was, I don't remember, I think it was three or four that was, like, it was really good. It was just out of, like, out of the ordinary for the series. Because normally you watch them and you just make fun of them. You're like, what the fuck is yeah. going on here? Why are you doing this? This is so stupid. Why are you still in this house? But um, the one with the two little girls was really cool. That was three. Yeah, that was number that three. That was definitely three. And it two was, like, girls. it was kind of like a prequel one. So you get to see, like, how these two, like, girls grew up and stuff like that. And they had this um, imaginary friend that turned out to be a ghost, and they named him Toby. So to kind of like <laughs> my brothers and I, just such jackasses, we pretended it was Toby from The Office. <laughs> no. <laughs> so it it's just added this like layer of comedy to the whole thing, where they'd be like, "Toby, stop that!" And he'd be like, "But why?" And like in that fucking Toby voice. Um, but it was really creepy because there's nothing creepier than like little girls talking to ghosts. Yeah, seriously. But uh, that one's pretty good. And then it went went kind of down to shit. And when the new one comes out, like on you know on on the internets, I'll probably end up watching it as well because the last one was terrible. But um, it's just like you know, so those horror movies are just fun, just to make fun of. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what I think paranormal uh, activity is for a lot of people, except for like the mainstreamers who are like, it's the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Mainstreamers, no, no. Um, that's why those movies like keep keep getting made because normal muggles are like, "Oh my god, it's just scary!" Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. they're like, "Yeah, we'll keep making it scare you guys." Like, and then the studios are like, "Oh yes, yeah, give us all the money, you fools!" And yeah, yeah, there are people who do like every single one of them. Like, uh, I have a, a friend's friend is just like, "Oh man, I can't wait for the next one." I'm like, oh, you're who they're making these for? Okay, I see. I see. Yeah. I'll admit, like, yes. I'll admit, like, the first Paranormal Activity scared me a bit just because, like, it was me and my buddy Mike. We watched it, and we, like, analyzed every single time, like, when they were showing them, like, in bed. Mm. So, it did scare us, like, a bit. The oh, second definitely. one, what's the second one is, even though it wasn't as great as the first, what scared me the most, and my buddy Mike saw it with us, and so did my brother. We all went together to see it. The part that hit straight to home was the uh, Spanish maid. And when she's, like, burning shit, like, in the house, like, burning incense and whatnot, mm-hmm. that scared us because my mom does that. So, <laughs> and Mike's been here when she does that. So, he's like, dude, that's what your mom does in your house. What does she know that we don't? You know? <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. And I turned to Chap, and Chap's got the same look in his face, like, you know, my brother. And he's like, holy crap, Ma does that in the house. It what means does she, what she does she know that we don't? <laughs> she knew she pooped. That's what it means. Trying to get rid of the smell. You're yeah, welcome, she dropped, Dave. She dropped, she dropped a massive steamer and just like, oh, man, I got to I gotta burn some matches so they don't smell it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, man, when you eat uh, eggs and, uh, and, you know, and beans in the morning, you gotta... mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an amazing breakfast, but it's harder to get. <laughs> it's the staple breakfast of every Latino across the land. <laughs> beans and eggs, man. Beans and eggs. <laughs> Um, 
for me, for a horror movie, uh, when I was a kid, Child's Play scared the shit out of me. Because there's nothing more manipulative and more frightening than these toys that you love and cherish and that like you use to keep you safe at night. The idea yeah. of them turning on you and murdering you. Yeah, okay. I cannot tell you how many nightmares I had. And, like, I shouldn't have been watching Child's Play. I don't know why I did. It was one of those things where, like, there was, there was uh, kids on the block that were just, like, a couple years older than me. And they were like, you should watch this. You should watch this. And then you'd be like, I'm afraid. I'm seven years old. Why am I watching this? And they're just like, ha, ha, nerd. And then, like, you go home. You're like, no, I'm not scared. No, forget it. Forget it. And then the lights are out. And it's you and your teddy bear named Corduroy. And you're looking at him. Corduroy? And, it, and his <laughs> eyes are just all black. And you're like, what are you doing? And then, like, you go to sleep and everything's fine. Then you have the nightmare that Corduroy, like, gets up and tries to kill you. And you wake up and you're snuggling with him. And you're just like, yeah! And you, like, throw him across the room. We're finding out so much. It's amazing. (laughs) But that was, like, literally the scariest thing to me as a kid is, like, these toys that I love. And, like, you know, Toy Story was kind of funny, too, because it was just, like, they are alive. So I'd be oh, like, no. so, so like I throw together. a quarter right. I'd be like, I'm so sorry, don't murder me, please. <laughs> um, but that was for me as a kid do, was just the most fucked up. Do you still have corduroy? I do actually. Um, he's he's upstairs <laughs> and I'm right now. What up, corduroy? What up, C? I love how we <laughs> I love how we all have that one toy, no matter what it is that you've had since you were like three or four. For me, it's a stuffed Bugs Bunny. Nice. Oh, that's nice. cool. You guys have probably seen Corduroy when you were last here, and you didn't even know it. Probably. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. (laughs) He's just chilling on the bookshelf right now, holding up some books. Yeah. Doing doing work. Earning his keep. Um, But yeah, that and uh, Freddy Krueger kind of got me for a little bit. And then I realized the rule of dreams where it's just like, I'll just be a superhero and I'll destroy him. And that worked for a while until I saw the Nightmare on Elm Street where like the other guy had that idea and Freddy Krueger still murdered him. Yeah. Yeah. Still murdered him. And I was like, oh my God, my idea didn't work. Oh no. Yeah. That was pretty messed up. I was very frightened of a lot of things as a child. And I think that kind of helped me later in life just be not frightened of things. <laughs> Explain so much. Yeah. Because now I'm just like, fuck it. I'll watch whatever. Not be scared. Doesn't bother me. I'll I'll like watch like those stupid ghost investigator shows with all this bogus EVPs and all that shit, and just be like, go to bed and just sound as a baby. Where like any mm-hmm. any other any muggle or anything like that would just be like, oh my god, what was that crack? What was that creak? <laughs> got a bit of ghost. So um, some of them, when I when I watched as a kid, I thought I thought were intriguing more than than scary, like uh, yeah, Poltergeist. Sure. Oh sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like there was. Like, I remember seeing that as a kid. Oh, yeah, and, um, yeah, like I was, at, I was at like, one, yeah, one of, one of my good friends' house, and he was just like <laughs> wrapped himself up and everything. And I thought I just thought it was interesting. I don't know, but maybe that's when like I, I realized, you know, I, I was starting to like movies and wonder how they were made, as opposed to being lost in the movie. And you know what I mean? So I was just like, oh, it's very interesting. Like, how are they? How are they doing that? Like, what? That's all. This is crazy. Mm. Meanwhile, like my, my, my little friends, like. Eek! well a lot of it too gets ruined because like you realize like if you rationalize it it's not scary anymore so you watch like um candy man for example 
And you're like, this is fucking like that dude oh, is yeah. terrifying. I remember that being like super terrifying as a kid, and it's like, yeah. you're right. As an adult, you're like, oh. Because you say Candyman in the mirror or whatever, and then it comes against you, right? But then <laughs> yeah. you oh, rationalize is that, it. Is that, the candy, is, is that the thing with the black dude? He's yeah. Like, yeah. Thing? And he's yeah. got the hook in his hand and whatnot. Yep. And I believe, actually, if I'm not mistaken, too, he's the voice of um, Zoom in season two of The Flash right now. So. Is that who that is? Yeah. That dude. Hmm. He's the voice. Pretty cool. But um, the way I kind of rationalized it to myself was all these actors had said Candyman in front of a mirror. And I looked them up, and it's just like they're all doing things now. They're all, like, still acting. So it's like, oh, they did it, and they're still alive. Like, what am I freaking out <laughs> This is clearly fake. And a lot of that, too, with Blair Witch. Blair Witch was ruined for me. Because a lot of the hype around that too, and it was, I felt like when it was in the internet, was just like up and coming, so it like was, no one really yeah. knew how to use so, it so, properly. And so people thought it was like real. Yeah, like, people thought it was thing. real. But then like the actors were on Total Request Live, if you remember that good old TRL. Yeah, they, they were right, on yeah. that, and I was like, oh, that's <laughs> fucking stupid. That's how scary. That <laughs> this didn't actually happen. So it's a lot of that like make believe, and you if you like rationalize it as that like. You know, and obviously I was a bit older than my, my child's play years, but you rationalize that and like none of it's scary and it just becomes more of a, oh, cool. Like, how are they manipulating my emotions to, you know, get this fear out of me? You know, what are they preying upon? Which is very interesting and why I think a lot of horror <clears throat> filmmakers are glossed over and they don't get enough credit. At the same time, though, like even though you can rationalize it now, like whenever you're stuck in like, rel- not stuck, but find yourself in relatively in the same situation, mm-hmm. you kind of think back like, I saw a horror movie like this once. I'm walking to a horror movie. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like, did you, Greg, did you ever see VHS? Oh, yeah. I've seen oh, two or three of them. So okay. Good. So, in the first VHS, remember when they go, like, to the Halloween party? Or, like, looking for the Halloween party, go to, like, the house where they're doing, like, the freaking, like... Yeah. So, Jen and I went to, like, a Halloween party yesterday. And we basically... It's, like, in, like, a really, really nice part Bridgeport where, like, they're all practically mansions. Mm-hmm. So we get to the front of the house where the address should be, and we're looking at the house, and there's no music coming out of the house, and everything's lit up. Whoa. And like one of the first words that comes out of Jen's mouth is, oh my God, this is VHS. We're walking <laughs> to VHS right now. We're about to walk into hell. And I'm like, babe, Why I would just... you do that? <laughs> and you know, and I thought I was thinking the same thing. I just didn't say it out loud, you know, and I'm like, you're right, it is VHS. Holy crap, we're gonna die tonight, babe. This is this is how it starts, you know? And of mm. course it's like eight o'clock at night, everything's dark. You know, so it's not like we can actually see in there. So, of course, you know, I start looking around, looking at windows. I'm like, okay, well, I see people in there in costume. We should be okay. So I start walking towards, and it's like, but just because they're in costume doesn't mean they're not doing an exorcism right now. <laughs> but, you know, we went in. But still, it's one of those situations where it's like we both thought of it like, oh, my God, this is VHS. This, this is it. This is how we're going to die. We're going to die tonight in sure. these stupid costumes. Fuck. You know? <laughs> And the same thing, like, I'm pretty sure, like, if Greg, if you're, like, walking in the woods on a hike or something, like Emily, and all of a sudden you start hearing weird shit in the distance, in the back of your mind, I'll be thinking, it's Blair Witch. Oh, God. That's assuming I'm actually going to go out walking in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) But it's still, it's the same thing. No, yeah, no, I I know, I know exactly what you mean. Like, we all do the same thing where it's like, fuck, I'm in the horror movie. This is great. Yeah. And and I know the first thing Sergio and I think of, like, fuck, we're the minorities. We're going to die first. This is great. (laughs) This is it. I don't know. I could die first. I'm the comic relief. But I'm no, 
No, no, because yeah. I've seen the comic relief survive in many a movie. They might get fucked up. Or maybe I am the killer. Touche, good sir. Mm-hmm. Touche. I did it. <laughs> Doing a lot. Touche. I don't know. I feel. I'd feel like, depending on the group, I could be the minority too. I'm the Jew. Yeah. Yeah. Did that too. I'm on a roll right now. I should keep on talking. Um. You should be all right. You should, you kind of know the jujitsu and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. You never know. You never know. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't rule anything out. I wouldn't go willingly into a horror movie scenario. Yeah. At the same time, that. though, you you never you don't know you're in a horror movie scenario until you're actually like right in the fucking middle of it. You until know? your teddy bear's sitting there with a knife to your neck. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know. it's like oh well, now we're now we're here. You know. Yeah, I'm watching you, Corduroy. <laughs> Keep on holding those books up. I'm sorry. God. Don't kill me. Um. So, so for me, like favorite horror movie number one. Just because, like, I saw it as a kid, and even till this day, it scares the hell out of me, and um, it still gives me like a. Fo- it actually gave me a phobia oh, because of the movie. Is um, arachnophobia? Nope. Uh. Jacob's Ladder. Now, Jacob's Ladder is a movie that came out. I want to say ninety one, ninety two, and um, the main story about it is like a World War. I'm not World War. Um, Vietnam. Actually, Tim Robbins is in it. A young, very, very young Tim Robbins. I remember mm-hmm. it. So. It's a movie about a Vietnam vet who comes back from Vietnam and he's basically kind of like getting over like, you know, living back in the world after the war. And the main story is about like the experiments that the government did with Agent Orange or whatnot to um, the to the to like the soldiers over in Vietnam. Like the mental effects to make them like better soldiers or better killers, stuff like that. Now that's like the main true story behind it. Or about it, but there's more of a horror aspect because Jacob begins to hallucinate in the movie, and a lot of stuff he sees is like very fucked up and demonic. Like for instance, there's a part in the movie where um, he gets off. He's like on the subway. He's on the subway, but it's in New York City, of course, like 1970s New York. Mm-hmm. There's a part in the movie where he's on the subway train and um, he gets off. It's like middle of the night. Him and this like homeless guy are the only ones like sleeping on the train. Uh, on the train, so the train stop. He gets up and he's about to get off. And he looks at the homeless guy, and the homeless guy has like a fucking tail, right? But not comedically. Like it's kind of like really spooky. He's under a cloth. All I see is a tail like curl up back underneath the homeless guy's like blanket, and he looks at it for a bit and he's like, "What the fuck?" And he just walks away. And then like basically the um, the subway train goes away. And he's in a part of the subway that's kind of, like, abandoned. And the best way I can describe it is I am 90% positive that the creators of Silent Hill got their inspiration from this movie because of the stuff he hallucinates about and, like, what he sees. So later on, the, later on in that very same scene, he basically tries to, like, find a way out of, like, the abandoned train station he's in. He starts, like, walking along the train track, and, of course, the train starts coming. And he jumps out of the way of the train, and in the train, there's all these people like white faces, like looking at him as he passes, as it passes by. So they have no facial features whatsoever. Their just faces are white, like almost like they have like a latex like balloon over their faces mm. as it passes by, and they're all like staring at him as he like as the train goes by. Mm. So it's like really weird shit like that, and it just gets worse and worse. And yes, there is a hospital scene that again I am more. I am 90% positive that the creator of Silent Hill got like basically saw this movie 
and were like, we have to make a movie with the hallucinations that this guy had in this, I mean, a game. This guy had hallucinations from this movie. And till this day, like, parts of that movie, like, just give me nightmares. Like, some, like, I don't want to say monsters, but some of the hallucinations he has still mess me up to this day. Like, I can't even, like, see a person do it. Like, for instance, like, when you, um... I'm trying to find a way best way to explain it. You know when you shake your head really fast, like, back and forth? Mm-hmm. And, like, whenever I see people do that, I flip the fuck out. Because they do it in this movie, and it fucks me up. Or, like... It was, like, one of the first movies to do, like, people that move, like, in stop-motion kind of way, where it's, like... It's missing frames of animation as they move towards you. They're, like, one of the first ones to do it in this movie. And, like, the story behind it's phenomenal, and just... It's one of those horror movies, it doesn't do a lot of jump scares. You really have to pay attention to it. And a lot of, like, the stuff that they talk about really fucks with you and stays with you for a long, long time. And I saw this movie when I was, like, maybe 7 or 8, and I'm 31 years old now, and it still scares the crap out of me. Interesting. Just shake my head really fast. Fuck you. Fuck you. Don't you dare. I swear to God, man. (laughs) Well, I so, was a little, little too evil. Sorry. Yeah, it was. I'll dial it back. Yes. <laughs> Good. 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 Yes. I feel like this is going to be the rest of the preview podcast. Yes. Yes. Good. Good. All right, Serge, we're hitting about that time. Why don't you take us home while we're, while we're doing this? Ah, like all the good things. Yes. That was a preview podcast, everyone. Tune in Good. with us Thursday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash Funky. Make sure to take a look at com for everything you actually care about without all the rabble rabble. Do it. Uh, <laughs> check us out on iTunes and for the Android users, download the SoundCloud app and listen to us there. Search for Bad Cody Funky as well. Dot so com. until next time on twitch.tv slash Funky, where you can join in on the conversation at 9.30. This has been uh, Day of the Beard of Menace. You, uh, Booster Greg. What up? <laughs> I'm Sergio. We see you guys on Thursday. See you then.